This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, can we just say that we, we very much love all of the guests that we have on this radio show. And we, we get very proud when guests go on to big things. Uh, a few months back, we had a little-known actor called Stephen Graham come on. We gave him his big shot. Uh, and he's done well for himself. He was in the brilliant uh, Boiling Point film about uh, an incredibly stressful uh, behind-the-scenes thing about him being a chef that was all filmed in one shot. It's it's an unbelievable movie, brilliant movie. But then, as you will be aware, it's been made into a four-part TV series of Boiling Point, which is great. Uh, and I haven't actually watched it yet. It, I just can't wait to sit down with it. It's going to be brilliant. Do you know what I like about it, though? Two things, right? Firstly, it's about catering and having grown up in quite a few kitchens in, in Devon back in the day it's interesting to see what goes on behind the scenes in the modern working kitchen that's fascinating but you know what else i like about it it's called boiling point which itself is a culinary pun (laughs) so it got me thinking right imagine like if you're listening to this right now wouldn't it be great if there was like a, a drama based around your line of work if that's the case ask yourself this question what snappy workplace pun would they use if there was a drama about what you do all right. Um, for, for us, how about I've got a couple? How about go on, wired go on. for wired for sound? I like that. That's good. That's kind of okay. sounds kind of cool and groovy. Okay, uh, I've got more. I've got more, uh, and I think this is clever because it works. It works on a couple of levels. Making waves. <laughs> What's <Yes>. wrong? <laughs> Uh, we sound like a commercial radio show or st- station from the early 90s. <laughs> okay. And one more. It's a little bit root one. Transmission. That's good. It's got um, it's got Joy Division uh, kind yeah, of vibes it? to it as well, which is pretty good. I, I, I've had a couple of ideas around red light, but it just so- sounds a bit... Um, no. <laughs> gives off the wrong idea. <laughs> Back to the drawing rod. So, look, have a think about it. Your line of work... What snappy pun-based title would they use for it if it was made into a TV show? I had a tricky who's got in touch to say uh, Trash Gordon, starring Bin Diesel. Uh, apparently they <laughs> supply and build refuse lorries. That's the bar. We're setting incredibly low. 8, 12, 15. Get your workplace made into a TV series. Love this. Uh, our birthday gig happening later this month at London's Shepherd's Bush Empire, uh, featuring James with special guests, the Snuts. It's completely sold out. That is the bad news. But you're never far away from good news. Uh, you can can win your way there by listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show or head online to absoluteradio.co.uk where you can also win a pair. Uh, Stephen Marshall's got a good one here. I will give you uh, I will give you the, the title of the show. You've got to guess uh, what he is. Uh, Stephen is suggesting The Final Cut. Oh, he's a carpet fitter. Oh, good guess. Hairdresser. Oh, I like it. It's a bit sinister, though. Final cut. I don't know what the kind of background it is to that. Maybe he's got one last day to make some money. He's in trouble with the triads. Again, we're just spitballing ideas here. Uh, Adeli says, pleased to meet you. I work in meetings and events. That's Hi to good. Sarah, who, uh, whose TV show will be called The Last Post. I do social media. Crime thriller, she adds. Uh, Operation Goodison say, watch the bear. I don't even know what that means. And uh, J.T. Tannhauser, uh, his TV show would be called Seeing a Man About a Bin because he works for the District Council. <laughs> I've got one more quiz for you from Jackie, post-apocalyptic. Also works in social media. <laughs> no post office. Andy in Banstead uh, says spreadsheets 
is what his uh, TV show will be called. Uh, it's a raunchy drama about after-hours lives of financial al- analysis. Oh, there's a word you don't want to get wrong when explaining that particular <laughs> program. <laughs> if I turned on spreadsheets, I, I wouldn't be expecting what you nearly gave us there. <laughs> very, very close call. And then uh, Ironmonger Mark says, Knobs and Knockers, a day in the life of an architectural ironmonger as they traverse the ups and downs of the industry. It's carry on home time tonight. Um, John wants to suggest off the rails topical. Ooh, he works on the railway yes. lines. Um, and there's nothing particularly clever about this, but I do like it. It's my favourite of the night. Uh, John Fisher putting forward twist and grout. Uh, he's a tile supplier. <laughs> that might be the winner. It's great. Topics live on uh, as and when you want to discuss them. Elizabeth has been in touch uh, from yesterday's show. She said, I'm near Edinburgh. And yes, I've heard about the Jaggy Jumper School. Do you remember we were talking about uh, parental threats and uh, it appeared that north of the border, many, many people were uh, given the threat of going to the Jaggy Jumper School. Uh, She said, my eldest son did in fact have a jumper he deemed Jaggy as a kid. And though it was never bought as a Jaggy Jumper, he always said it jagged him. And this is the same jumper his friends say their parents told them you wore in the Jaggy Jumper home. Ironically... I grew up on the outskirts of Edinburgh. We were told it was called a Humby home. I've no idea why, but anyway, <laughs> Jaggy Jumper Home exists and it's near you, Humby. I, I love our Scottish listeners and we really appreciate you listening to Absolute Radio, but there's some quite weird stuff going on up there in terms of childhood <laughs> threats. And it is time for Find a Word For. This is our little feature we do every week where we try and fill in the blanks of the English language. Let's face it, sometimes they're just not certain words for certain things. Uh, Now, Carl has obviously been listening to previous episodes of Find a Word For uh, and has got in touch. You can email us anytime, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Carl says this, uh, My boss, who I don't want to give his name, uh, never ever buys a pint in the pub. There's always a reason for it. Got to pick the kids up from after school club. Oh no, we've got a burst pipe. I've got to dash off. It's pathetic. Thing is, and I'm sure you'd agree, guys, there's no name for this type of person. Could you fix it on your find a word for feature? Well, I think I think it's not just a service that we need to do to Carl. It's for the whole nation because that person is one of the most irritating people you will find. They're the worst, aren't they? And do you know the thing, right? It's like if, if you get involved in, in the round system, so you go, yeah, I'll have a beer, right? You're then, whether you like it or not, you're locked into the system of buying rounds. And it is incumbent on you to then to buy a round when it comes to your turn. But there are people who disappear off like a gas under the door, like smoke under the door, uh, when it's their, their turn to do it. I mean, I, I was initial reaction is there's already a word for that, and that's scumbag, but that's quite a general term. So we need someone that's very specific to people who dodge buying drinks, I guess. Uh, yes, we do, and uh, I would agree on your point. If you enter the round system, uh, you have got to take part, even if you have got a burst pipe or got to pick the kids up from after-school club. Um, go and buy that round and then disappear yourself. That's when you do it. And the name I would put forward for that person is a draft dodger. A draft dodger. Yes. Yes, I like that. So you've got the whole pub draft thing and got it. they're dodging it. And there's also connotations of people refusing to go and fight in foreign wars that have got nothing to do with them. Ooh. I didn't realise how clever I'd been. Well, that's great. We're off to an absolute flyer already. As ever, I don't have one yet, uh, but that seems to be a theme with this feature. (laughs) 
I'll happily shepherd them in. I'm sure you'll have something in three minutes' time. Uh, help us out on Find a Word for tonight. Well, specifically, help out Carl, uh, who's been in touch about his boss, who never gets around in at the pub. We need a name for that type of person, please. Ashley uh, is suggesting Square Peg never gets around in. Very, very clever. Oh, uh, more my word. <laughs> more of these. It's almost oh. beyond my means. <laughs> well, uh, you were going to come back with one in three minutes' time, so do you, do you, uh, do you have yours uh, ready yet? I so I've just I've written the word shandy and then just drawn a line through it. So it's not going very well over here. <laughs> Why can't I think of any? Bush Richie and producer Nick serving you home time on this Wednesday evening and it's good to have your company. Find a word for looking for a name for the person who never ever gets around in uh, at the pub. Morgan Freeloader has been uh, suggested uh, by yes. Scott Campbell. <laughs> That's really good. So good. Uh, Robert has come up with one which kind of slightly off-piste, but he says, I don't have a word for that, but I've got a mate who never orders any food when we eat out, and he just waits for whatever's left over, and we call him the pigeon. So not quite on point, but I like that. <laughs> uh, Debbie O'Leary's got cat lover, uh, because that person always asks if there's a kitty. Oh, these are so good. Uh, Rob says, we had a friend who did this. He was always called Barry. We termed it doing a Barry. Every group has a Barry. Thanks for getting involved. Uh, it's an interesting point, that, and I'm about to ask a question that I I may regret. Um, every group does have a Barry. Now, we have a little a hearty band of four of us uh, on the Home Time Show, myself, Bush, uh, and our producers, Nick and Adem. Um, if, one of, if one of us is a Barry, which one is it, Bush? It's got to be Adem because he's abroad and can't defend himself. He is our Barry. <laughs> Um, if you're heading out tonight after work, uh, I mean, they say Thursday's the new Friday, so Wednesday, if you're doing that, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but you might want to use the word that we come up with on Final Word for tonight in the pub. It's going to be a word for the person that never, ever gets around in. Uh, Matty uh, putting forward roundophobia. I mean, I see what they've done there. It's a little bit constructive, but it's good. It's good. Uh, Charlie says crocodile arms too short to reach pockets which is an interesting one uh, Colin B says slack bladder straight past the bar to the urinals I had to change the word at the end there but you get what he means uh, beer voider uh, from, uh, from Andrew which uh, I quite like uh, we need to settle on something uh, have, you, have you had a particular favourite uh, that, uh, that has come up so far? Well, just two things. First of all, I still haven't come up with one. And I, I think now, having had a couple of really crushing uh, experiences during this feature, I can't think of anything. It's just not my thing. So what I'm going to do, I'll just be like, I'll be shepherding them in and reading yeah. them out. But there's no there's no uh, pressure on me to have to come up with anyone because I'm awful at it. Good agreement um, well, going you remember, forward. Just, we'll just sign that agreement going forward. But we did have some really clever ones earlier on. Pick one of those clever ones you said earlier because they were good. I think for me, the one that comes straight back to mind is is Scott's Morgan Freeloader. Yes, that's the one. Uh, I do like that. Debbie's Debbie's cat lover about asking if there was uh, there's a kitty is good, but Morgan Freeloader is good. You know, oh, it's Morgan Freeloader. It was your Morgan. Everyone's got a Morgan in their group of friends. He's done a Morgan, 
absolutely perfect. But do you know what, Bush? I don't think anyone actually gets a good night's sleep. I think it's all a bit of a ruse, and the people that don't talk about it are just kidding us, uh, and they're actually just having a terrible night's sleep. Did you sleep well last night? Did you get disturbed at all? Oh, I was up four times uh, because our two-year-old has started just type of singing in the middle of the night, which is incredibly eerie in its own right. But I have to get up and say, sleepy time, daddy's here, back to sleep now. So, And that's been going on for a few a few days, actually, so I'm slightly off me head. Yes, similar thing uh, here, and it is child-related. Um, Rocco at the moment is, is going through a little little spell of getting nightmares where you'll suddenly just have to oh. bowl on in there and it's like, Daddy, I'm having a nightmare. I'm having a nightmare. It won't tell you what the nightmare is about, but it's just like, oh, I'm having a nightmare. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to turn your dream catcher on. Let me just turn it on. Oh, you won't get dreams now. Oh, but off to sleep. Bye. Uh, but it has, got he got, has he got a dream catcher? He's got a dream catcher above his head, yeah. Really? Yes. Is he, is he like, are they supposed to like catch bad dreams? Is that what they're supposed to do? I'm g- genuinely interested. I, I've always wanted a dream catcher. Uh, well, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't. Not at the moment. Uh, but last night, I went with the uh, the tactic, uh, because particularly, he'd, he'd gone off to sleep, and then a couple of hours later, he'd woken up. Uh, and it's it's midway through the second half of the Champions League, Lens versus Arsenal. And I'm downstairs, and I'm thinking, I do not want to be running up and down the stairs like Benny Hill right now. And I just said to him, tell you what, do you want to just calm down and come and sit downstairs with Daddy? I'm just watching the football. You can just be nice and chill. I'm thinking, he's just going to drop off to sleep. This is boring. It backfired spectacularly. He started getting really engaged in the football. Arsenal are the green team, right, Daddy? Uh, The team in gold and red, the baddies. We don't like them. And then when Lon scored... He turns to me and goes, I'm going to find where they played their football and I'm going to go to their pitch and I'm going to do poos all over it. I'm thinking, that's oh my, my boy. That's my boy. He's an ultra. <laughs> he is indeed. Um, it, my, my theory is, is that nobody actually sleeps. Well, do you know what, right? We, uh, a guest of the show, a regular friend of the show, uh, the hypnotist Paul McKenna, I remember doing his book, which was I Can Help You Sleep. Because mm. uh, I was having, I was this, this is a while back. I was having a, a nightmare trying to get to sleep, and his main advice is: if you can't sleep in the night, don't get up and treat your brain by watching something that you enjoy or doing something that you enjoy. He says, go and do something really boring, like doing housework or doing the dishes or mopping the floor, because then the brain doesn't get engaged and it wants to go back to bed. So next time Rocco's up, I don't know, send him up the chimney like in the nineteen twenties or something. Get him working. <laughs> Uh, a quick sleep audit is on the way right now. Uh, Ian says, unusually our cat didn't come home before we went to bed. Woke at 3.30, went downstairs to call him. He was sitting outside the kitchen door waiting to be let in. He has a cat flap. It's unbelievable. I, I was chatting to our producer Adem's housemate Jess yesterday and apparently they, they've got cats, those two. Uh, and they get him up at 6 o'clock in the morning wanting food. What is going on? We won the evolutionary race. Stop letting them ruin your life. All the ones that are coming back so far, they're all animal related. Uh, Richard says up three times last night as the dog had diarrhea. had to keep letting him out. I mean, you'd need a dog flat for that. That's for certain. Incredibly grim. Uh, No more diarrhea stories, please, for the remainder of the show. I know we've not got long left, but let's just keep, keep them to one side. Uh, expect me to come in with a sore arm tomorrow, Bush. But that is oh, what you've been doing. <laughs> that is that is all I'm expecting. I had my flu jab today, um, and uh, I've, I've, you know, I have it every year. Um, and when I went and had it, 
I was I was treated differently this year to how I've been treated previously, and it's made me a little bit paranoid. Uh, once I'd had the jab done, um, the lady said to me, "Right, do you want to take a take a seat outside for a, a, a few minutes, sir?" And I went, oh, "No, I'll be, I'll be I'll be all right, thank you very much." And she went, "Are you sure we got some some seats to uh, to sit down on? Do advise you just to uh, check you're going to be okay." And I went. I reckon I'll be all right. It's just a flu jab. Um, and she's like, no, no, what, do, what, what are you planning to do? And I went, I'm just going to go around Tesco. I'll be, I'll be absolutely fine, thanks. Went, yeah. Okay, well, look, here's a leaflet to read just in case you come into trouble. I'm 46. I think I'll be all right. So what, you, you were kicking off about the fact they just wanted to sit down for a minute to make sure you were okay? I mean, when you put it like that, maybe I'm maybe I'm being unfair and people were just trying to care. But, um, what? yeah, I, was, I, I took umbrage to it. Do you know, I, I know what you mean, though, because I, I don't like going in that little room because I've, I've had a flu jab before and they make you go in that side room in, yes. in the pharmacy. So everyone who comes in thinks you're having Viagra prescribed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they should have another room that just says, Look, I'm not having any funny business. I'm just getting a jab, please. <laughs> Equally, if that was the case and someone said, do you want to sit down? You're going to be all right. Then maybe I would have said yes. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, can I just say how bowled over we've been by your brilliant response this evening on the show, whether it's finding a word for or coming up with snappy pun-based titles about your line of work, if they were to make a TV series about it like they've done for Boiling Point. Uh, they're still coming in from earlier on. Uh, so think about it. If, if they were to make a TV series about what you do, it has to be a pun because obviously Boiling Point is a pun. Katie says... I work in a pancake fast food restaurant doing different flavours of pancakes. Our show would be called Tossers. <laughs> um, lesson learnt from Paula in Oldham. She's obviously a teacher. Through the plug hole, says Dom, the site manager in Liverpool working on bathroom installations. I'd watch that. Uh, and no name attached to this particular person, but my quiz is back. What do they do? Special branch. Tree surgeon. Oh, I was hoping you'd go cop show. You got it. You win a prize. Get in. Right in at the end. Back to normal tomorrow. We're doing the show from home this evening because of uh, rail strikes, etc. But back to normal, although a bit of a change in the running order, we're going to be doing Mind Blown tomorrow. So if you have a thing that you do differently to everybody else and you want to tell the world about it because it will make their lives better, get in touch. Hometime at absolutelyradio.co.uk. Danielle Perry going through the decades next. Uh, she starts in the 60s, 70s next. I think you can work out the rest of the order. Um, that's on the way after seven. If you're listening on Absolute Radio, you could take a journey to Nashville uh, with Elena on Absolute Radio Country. There's all other decades you can choose. Uh, make your pick in the Absolute Radio app. The Daily Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway.